0: seeing into my soul right now? It doesn't look like I'm looking directly above it. No, it looks like like you're...
1: When I take selfies before, like, if I put on makeup, which I didn't today, but if I do I'll take, like, a selfie and I'll look directly into the lens and it always looks like I'm looking slightly above.
0: I don't know. I'm notorious for, like, looking at not looking at the lens when someone Mm. takes like a group photo. I don't know why. I'm, like, looking at the camera Maybe it's a vanity thing. I don't know. I'm like looking at myself. I'm like, oh, but you know, my eyes are not. Anyway, uh, welcome. Whole time. What? Looking at you. Just Anytime. looking at me. I, just Picture. looking directly at me. Am, is she okay? Is she doing all right? Mm-hmm. During the whole time that we're taking a group photo. Thank you, Sarah. Thanks for yeah. thinking of me.
1: make sure you did your hair just the way you like it. <laughs> you
0: no. Know? Get in last looks. <laughs> um, Welcome to the Feminine Mistake Podcast, Season Five. Five, Season Five. Ola, uh, cinco. Can you believe it. That's can all you- I know.
1: Those, those are all the la- 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 languages I know. Five in English. Wait, say that.
0: Say that again. Cinco and oh, sang. Yes. What's this? Oh, the second one is Chinese. French. French. Okay. Didn't you learn Chinese because you went to China? Though
1: I did not learn Chinese. No. I learned how to say thank you. I oh, but Not the
0: numbers. Got it. Okay. Numbers, no. Um. Yeah. Season five. So with a brief recess between seasons three and four, we took that year off. Here we are. The Georgia made podcast. We did the Georgia made podcast. That's right. So if you, if any of you guys are interested, we did a one-off one year show of the Georgia made called the Georgia made podcast where Sarah it and I watched. super it. fun. It was. It was really fun. Uh, we watched films that were made in Georgia, only yeah. only made in film and TV. We did some TV yes. as well. And um, award shows, and we did. Yeah, you're right. We did. We did a lot of award. That was one. The only podcast where we actually watched award shows, and then sort of rooted for the Georgia made shows to. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. Um, award shows have gotten a little weird this year, so I haven't watched any award shows this year. Uh, I mean, last year. I watched some playback of the Emmys. Okay. I was interested to see how they were going to handle it. Um, It was kind of fun to see everybody dolled up in their hotel rooms. I think the uh, coolest thing about seeing like an award show from someone's hotel room is that it's like Mark Ruffalo is like accepting an award, but his wife is like on the couch with him, which is like cool. It's like, yeah, she she earned that too. You know, think about the sacrifices they've personally made yeah a a wedded couple um she should be up there too yeah
1: yeah um
0: so the feminine mistake podcast of course if you're new to the show welcome uh is a show where we watch films throughout film history and we talk about how women are portrayed in 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 film uh how are they written you're nicole right oh you're right i i'm one of your hosts nicole
1: I'm your other host, Sarah, just okay. so you know.
0: I do this all the time. It's okay. To tell the people who we are. But welcome. Thank you for joining us uh, in our fifth season. Maybe by the sixth season, I'll remember to introduce myself. Um, but as I said, we'll be talking about how women are portrayed in film. Uh, we used to do older films. Now we've kind of brought, as well, new films into the mix and television shows. And we've already got a couple of cool things lined up for this year. For the next two months, we've already kind of decided what we're going to be doing.
1: Yeah. Actually, when I looked at my... I found in the back of my phone, like in the deep past of my phone notes, um, an old list I'd made in 2016.
0: That was our first year doing the show.
1: Uh Uh-huh. And I had She's All That, which was a 99 film. And my note was we should do this in 2000 or we have to wait till 2019 because it was made in 99 and we had the 20 year rule.
0: Right. At that time we only did films 20 years and older, but we, now we missed the anniversary. So we're fucked on that one. We are fucked. (laughs) Too bad. Um, Any, any other gems on there? Uh, By the way, guys, if you're here for us to talk about a film, this is a preview episode. We're doing a preview of season five. Uh, And so Sarah and I have come in to talk about some films that we'd like to do for season five. And if you're a fan of the show, you know that we are notorious for saying that we're going to do films and then not doing them. So don't hold us to it. These are ideas we're throwing around. I'm going to hold you
1: to it, Nicole.
0: Sarah's going to hold me to it. I've been suggesting one of these that's true and I know which one you're talking about you know which one I'm talking about It's almost like a bit at this point that we just never (laughs) do this film um we this 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 on this we wanted to do like a little one-off episode uh we're we're gonna be back with regular episodes starting in February uh with our uh, two-part episodes where we discuss films and television uh today we want to talk about some films that we'd like to do on the show um, and so that's, that's, uh, that's kind of the, the, the thing that has brought us together today. Uh, before we do that, Sh- Sarah, uh, what have you been watching? Just, um, what are some things you've been watching on our uh, little holiday break we had there.
1: I have been watching the great British baking show, which oh, I believe I might've talked about it in a pre previous episode. I've been wa- 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 watching it for a while. Okay. Um, I'm not sure if I have, but today I listened to a new podcast that I come kind of obsessed with. Yeah. Um, it's called This Podcast Will Kill You.
0: Oh and it's on the exactly right
1: network Mm -hmm. that's Karen Karen and Georgia. Um of the My Favorite Murder Podcast. Yeah. And it basically is like a my favorite murder-esque type show, but for diseases. And okay, you I, know I'm a
0: hypochondriac, so this oh is no, really not a great okay. for me. It's probably but not. I love a palli, it but please tell our listeners a little bit more about it.
1: No, it's it's just really great. It's these two w- w- women. They're um, uh, ecologists, and are they? Um, like
0: Is one of them like an epidemiologist or something? One
1: of them is an. Uh, uh, Epidemiologist. I think one of them is in med school right now, or she was in 2017, which is where I, I am right now. Um, Actually, the first e- episode of their podcast was about the Spanish flu of 1918. Oh. They recorded it in 2017. So, like, Ooh. listening to them talk about it before the this pandemic. pandemic was really
0: interesting oh i might check that out Um, It's like i couldn't possibly get more anxious about contagious uh you know respiratory illnesses or i don't even know if you can call the coronavirus a respiratory illness it might be a uh you know pulmonary illness we're not really sure so
1: and i've just i've listened to the first 10 episodes and i've loved all of them like they're all really they're funny they're informative they're easy to digest except they're very scared like they, they always start at the beginning with like a scary like a quote from or like a store 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 story from history mm-hmm. and they cover like the history of the disease and the the biology and how worried you should be at the end and I don't lo- like that part because it's always like you should be a, a little bit worried. Like or every a, a episode worried. is
0: like I mean really just be worried about all these Exactly, things. Exactly, so exactly. Like, you, you should already- listen to it i'm already shitting my pants like daily uh about everything so i'm not sure if i need any more ang- anxiety in my life at this moment well,
1: the same thing that makes me fascinated with like listening to m- to my favorite fe- 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 murder is why i like listening to things about like dis- d- diseases because it's that same like morbid cur- cur- curiosity mm-hmm. so that's why i i enjoy it okay anyway well, that's cool.
0: So. All right. So this podcast will kill you on the exactly right uh, network. That's what Sarah. Mm-hmm. Sarah has been Sarah said, you know what? I'm not freaked out enough about uh, disease and I'd like to get more freaked out. And so yeah. if, you're, if you're looking for something like well, that. Well, okay. Here's the I'm thing just, about, about knowledge it. Knowledge is power, right? Knowledge is no, power.
1: No. But the thing is that all the diseases they cover that we have eradicated the so far, the first 10 episodes is like way 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 worse than what is happening right now so it makes me feel better that like what's happening okay. right now is not as bad as it could be by a long
0: shot great it's so, not the bubonic plague yeah right mm-hmm. um do let me ask you this do all these other diseases also have like a, a part in the story where everyone pretends like the disease doesn't exist and carries on with life and just like
1: no Spreads I mean more. well yes for the, the Spanish, 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 Spanish flu and for most of the other ones it, they talk about how it, it kind of began in, in, in ancient history and then in the more recent um, pandemics like people didn't know what ca- ca- caused it and so mm-hmm. they weren't but it was they talk about how they figured out what caused it and how they came to treat, treat it and stuff so um i don't know if they have a covid-19 episode yet
0: it's too soon right i would I think i think it's too soon yeah besides i don't i don't think any well i mean i'm sure there's like my husband who only almost exclusively just obsessively reads news about the, uh, oh man i can't coronavirus i know i'm just like can we talk about something else i mean my i know my mom does but, but, like sometimes i yeah. just i just need it to go away for like i like just a little bit my mom calls herself
1: the gazelle on the prairie or on the savannah the gazelle in the savannah because she's the one in the house who like is like danger where's the where's the danger how can i help my family avoid the the, the danger and i think chris is your, chris your is family, 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 yeah. gazelle.
0: chris is my gazelle for sure the rest of us are just a bunch of stupid wildebeests just like <laughs> fucking about <laughs> um awesome. Well, uh I speaking of I, ironically, speaking of disease, uh I've been watching The Stand oh. on CBS All Access. That's what I've been watching recently. Uh at the time of this recording, uh it, it I, I just watched episode four. Now The Stand uh is one of my favorite books. In fact, I used to read it every year. So I've probably read this book like a dozen times. Uh, I recommend the abridged version. Uh, The unabridged version is a hot mess. (laughs) It should be bridged. It should be bridged for sure. Um, But uh, I love that book. And I enjoyed the miniseries. There was a miniseries that came out in the 90s. I don't know if you ever read The Stand or did you watch the I have not. What is it about? I don't even know what it's about. So The Stand is a book that starts with with a, uh, a a super flu that was developed by the US government that escapes it gets it gets let out of uh, um, basically what happens is it, there's an emergency at the lab and one of the security officers it's on a government facility one of the army security officers to, chooses to run instead of lock down the place because he wants to rescue his child and his wife then he infects them. Exposed, thinking he didn't get exposed, and so he drives across the country to escape getting caught. And all along the way, infects a bunch of people, and basically, almost everyone in the world dies of this virus. It's uh, it's a disgusting. The whole virus part is disgusting. It's just all the, all the mucus you can handle, uh, bulging glands. It's fucking gross. <laughs> um but it's great it's a great book yeah bulging like just (sighs) and they get it in this in this series they were like we have to really bulge. those glands have to be bulging like they really they were they told the makeup department they were like no bigger make their necks bigger um so what happens is there are a handful of people like you know like a small percentage of people who seem to be immune like they don't get the virus at all and they begin having these dreams about an old woman in a cornfield. Some of them have dreams about an old woman in the cor- in a cornfield. And some of them have dreams about a man in Las Vegas named Randall Flagg, who is basically sort of like, uh, I wouldn't call him the devil, but he's something like that. Um, he's like an ancient evil spirit. Uh, would, oh God, but he's so ra- yes. <laughs> and he's played by Alexander Sarsgaard. Of course in the, in the new mini series. Nice. Um, so, and then, so basically two groups of people kind of get divided amongst the good and the evil that's, and then, and so how do they be rebuild society? And then how do these two societies clash? That's so is the, the good,
1: book, like the people the, who, who can't get the disease and the bad are like the people who can't? No. So
0: the disease no. is really only the first, like third of the book. Oh, the disease okay. wipes everybody out. And the first, like oh. th- the, 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 book is basically the disease traveling from wherever the people are to eventually they begin trying to find out where this woman or this guy are. They, they go to Vegas or they go to Nebraska to find the person that they're dreaming about and they all begin a new society in these two places.
1: The people who survive. Yes. Not they, who don't die.
0: Right. So w-
1: what is the point of having the the vi- virus? Was it just to kill off as me- me- many of the characters as pop? Pop.
0: I think that you need to read the book or watch the story. That's all. I think that's all the information you need. Um, Okay. I it's anyway, I'm not going to say anything else other than that. Okay. Um, I'm intrigued. Say it's great. I look, I love this book. The mini series had a lot of good stuff. I enjoyed it. It was, but it was a TV production. The special effects were very low budget. Um, I didn't love all of the casting choices. There's some nineties TV acting going on. Um, There's some really great casting. Um, but they uh, they they stayed very faithful to the book, um, in general. Uh, the ending is kind of bad, uh, but also the ending of the book is kind of like. Mm. Uh, so uh, I like I really like I have a lot of nostalgia for the miniseries, um, but I really it wasn't my favorite rendition of the book or of the story. In fact, one of the biggest problems I had with it was that the Randall flag in the miniseries is just so fucking bad like his name is Jamie Sheridan the actor I'm sure he's great in other things he's just not a good Randall Flag. he's terrible and he just there are a lot of other good things in the story in the in the miniseries he is not one of them and it and it's just like I've been waiting for years for somebody really good to play Randall Flagg the well, Alexander Sarsgaard is really he's good great and he's killing it so I love the casting um, of the min, of the new uh, series which is like nine episodes I'm enjoying it a lot. The one thing that is bo- that I think is bothering me as well as a lot of other people is that they decided to tell the story in a nonlinear way. And you know, I love nonlinear storytelling. That's like mm-hmm. a thing that I really enjoy. However, so they're jumping back and forth in time. So they'll flash back to the virus and then they'll flash forward to what's going on in the community and they'll back and forth and back and forth. And What's happening, I feel like, is that you're losing a little bit of the tension and a little bit of the character development because Mm -hmm. there's a lot of building to an inevitable conclusion. There are certain, like, actions that people take that really, like, they're kind of, you can see this over time, how it built to get to this point. And I'm just not sure that the structure that they've decided to tell the story Mm -hmm. in is working for me. So that's my complaint about that. But the casting... And the acting and the effects and the and the uh, production is top notch. But it's, it's telling the story out of order. I'm sup- not super so happy. St-
1: Stephen King worked very hard to make sure it was told in a certain way. And now yes. they're deciding that they know best. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yes. So I don't want to see it. I I I think you should. Should Should I read the book first? Do you think? Yeah, I do think you should read the book first. Read the abridged version for the love of God. Read the abridged version. If you need to borrow it, I have an old copy from 1977. I think my parents might have the stand. They have a lot of his books. Okay, we'll read the abridged version. It might be on one of those shelves down there. One more time for everyone um yeah they the probably have
1: both to be honest yeah I have, have both. So many I have both books.
0: as well basically the abridged version is like if you watched a movie you know when you watch a movie and then you watch the deleted scenes and you're like mm-hmm. oh it's nice that I saw that but I'm I, I they should have taken that out yeah that's what yeah. the abridged version is like but like it makes the book like <laughs> like a, a third longer than it was originally oh, like it's wow. just way long man
1: um, I wish I could write enough to have an abridged and an unabridged version of a book
0: <laughs> i feel like I, great. my screenplay has an abridged and unabridged version at this point um but yeah so the stand it's uh I, I at first i thought maybe they changed the structure in post because they were like oh people aren't going to want to watch all these people dying of a virus and i have to tell you there are very there's some moments that are very triggering like there's a mm-hmm. scene where a bunch of people are at a concert And they're like, the guy on stage, one of the main characters, Larry Underwood, who's on stage is like, I'm glad you all came out to my show. We can, let's show the world that a couple of sniffles aren't going to stop us from having a good time or whatever. Because, you know, they don't know that it's killing everyone. At that point, everybody's just, it's early in the virus. But it just reminded me of the attitude of some people. But anyway, so I was thinking maybe they uh reduced the role of the virus in the show because they knew people weren't gonna want to tolerate that right now that wasn't something Mm. to see but
1: in an interview they
0: had always decided that that they they said that was always the plan so i don't know how true that is but that's what they said in the interview so the the showrunner okay but i don't know why you would do that but i can tell by the way it's cut that it seems like that was the plan i don't know there's a lot I like about it. There are things that they picked up from the book that the miniseries didn't that I'm really liking, um, But and they've changed a couple of things, uh, but yeah, the narrative structure. Mm, I, I've actually thought to, uh, about taking the video once the whole thing is released and recutting it. Ooh, I'm an editor, so I'm like, I might recut it in order just for my own, just to nice. see. I just like release it on you, 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 no, YouTube. No, I'm, I'm not, not going to release do that. it, and it's yeah. just for me yeah <laughs> because i'm a you. fucking nerd that's what that is <laughs> anyway what were you gonna say i feel like i got on a big roll there and i just
1: i don't think it. i was gonna say anything. i think i was gonna li- like i was just listening to you i don't think i had anything to say
0: well anyway check it out if you're interested yeah. you know we can talk more about it but uh i'll give you an update uh, i'm interested to see how they deal with the ending because i feel like the mini uh it was the it was cheesy um a bit at the end there which is not totally their fault the book ending is a little a little bit of a head scratcher when but, was the book um, written
1: in the
0: 70s probably yeah okay all right uh hey do you want to like talk hey. about some movies that we might yeah watch this year uh now again folks we have very short attention spans and often a movie will come out or something will come up and change our minds so hopefully we'll do some of these movies uh but i we just wanted to kick kick the kick the dirt a little bit just kick the dirt around see what comes up i don't know what that means uh sarah would you like to start now the rule was bring in five movies that you'd like to do this year but only two of them can be movies that you've suggested before on a previous year which last year we also i think did the same type of episode okay what of the ones that I suggested
1: before, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, is Death Becomes Her.
0: We should do Death Becomes Her. That? Oh my God, know. we should. I'm actually going to raise this down. It's like why right up haven't our alley. We, oh my yeah. God, why haven't we done Death Becomes Her? I love
1: that movie as a kid, like a 10-year-old. That great idea. Yeah. Um,
0: yes. Uh absolutely I feel like that one has a good chance
1: Meryl Streep who else Is it Bruce Willis Bruce Willis yes. And, Haan, yes and Goldie Hahn, yes and the mother of or the daughter the daughter of Ingrid Bergman what is her name? She played the the mysterious whoa, 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 Oh, are you talking about Isabella
0: Rossellini?
1: Isabella Rossellini. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um yeah, so uh I trying to refresh myself on the plot here, but that's two rival actresses or they're rivals. Yes,
1: yeah, so it's a um a pair of rah 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 rivals who drink a, a magic potion that promises eternal youth.
0: Right, because they're actresses and they want to mm-hmm. always look young, which I can relate to that.
1: Mm-hmm. It's hilarious. It's creepy. It's cool.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Abso it's a sexy. Loopy. It's sexy. Is it? I don't find Bruce I, Willis sexy, but maybe I will. You know, I. No, I'm-
1: I mean, like, they are set, like the, the oh, women.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah bruce willis i mean i'm not turned on by it but like i just i could tell a little sexy in pulp fiction i'm not gonna lie he's a little bit sexy in pulp fiction
1: john travolta's sexy in pulp fiction too
0: i don't like his hair
1: i'm cool with long hair i I like long hair
0: i don't like it
1: and the sideburns Mm -mm. Mm -mm. i don't like his (laughs) heroin
0: addiction frankly Ooh, yeah um okay great well off to a great start all right let's see Mm -hmm. what uh let's see what did i okay oh here's one that i think that i've suggested before and i'm adamant that we have to do this okay splash okay i've never seen splash is it the the mermaid one yes so i'm just going to give you a little hanks synopsis here real quick young tom hanks who can get it by the way uh, a young man sure. is reunited with a mermaid who saved him from drowning as a boy. He falls in love with her, not knowing what she is.
1: How how does he fall in love with a mermaid
0: without knowing what she is? Is she like an an aerial type I'm person? not going to say. <gasps> You're going to have to find out. But believe me, this is a movie that is worth putting under a microscope.
1: John okay. Candy's
0: in it as well. Daryl Hannah plays oh. the, the mermaid. The mermaid. Uh, I haven't seen it in years. It was one of my favorite movies. I feel like watching it now, it'll be like uh, a little bit of a mind blowing for me yeah. to have to analyze it at this level. So yeah, let's, I, I fucking let's do splash this year. This we is not on my
1: list, big. but an- another movie, Tom Hanks, a young baby Tom Hanks movie we should think about doing is big. That has some, yes. some Ooh, that issues. Has
0: been, that creeps though. No, some I like big, but the, mm, like the, exactly There's a little bit yes. of a little but that's the point point. Consent. there i yes. just uh, yes i don't isn't that what we do nicole you're right you're right no, consent, we, don't, we, don't do we don't do no, it we don't do it no i know we, we talk, talk about, about it. dubious it's consent right. films yes, yes you're right yes that we do do that we do do that okay so i'm just gonna write down that one too because why not <laughs> big that was an, an another fave been- Let's when just a do kid. a whole season that's nothing but Tom Hanks movies. Yes, I love Tom Hanks because I love think him. we could definitely do that. Um all right, what's next on your list, Sarah? So, actually I so I
1: picked 3 mu- musicals, not meaning oh. to pick musicals specifically, but they just so happened to be musicals. So the first one um is I believe it is okay, it's called Gigi from 1958. Never heard of this.
0: It is um let's so see. you're like gunning hard for a musical this year.
1: Well, it's because this um uh so it's considered like a great film, you know, but it deals with um, a, a man who um, basically uh Falls for a young woman.
0: Um Like, how young are we talking here?
1: And I'm, I'm I haven't actually seen this movie, but I hear my my dad talking talking about this film, and I know that it has a song in it that is very. It's called "Thank Heaven for L- Little Girls."
0: Oh, Sarah, you are coming in. <laughs> you are taking no prisoners today. Like I'm coming in with a let's do this stupid movie about a mermaid, and you're like, no, let's talk about serious shit. Age girls being preyed upon by men, mm-hmm. and uh, you know what? I'm I'm. We shouldn't back down from stuff like that. This is just not, a, not list- every beloved movie is something that ages well yeah and it, it was
1: made by the same people or the written by the the, the me, me, me 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 musical was written by the same people who did my fair lady which is another kind of mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. similar type thing i'm sorry like this page does not give a good summary and i don't want to get give anything okay.
0: away okay all right
1: but it is an older man, young. Mm-hmm woman i don't know that's all i know
0: all right I know it's all right. Considered a great film okay great film
1: great just Quotation. like uh annie hall was a great film
0: just like annie hall quotations was a great film if you want to know mm-hmm. how we feel about annie hall uh you can go check out our episode from the uh from season one that was the last film we did in season one with special guest Kenzie Rowland. Uh, spoiler yes. alert, we did not like Annie Hall. We didn't like it, no. no we did not. In fact, I felt uh, betrayed but a fucking creep.
1: by people who told me it was good. Betrayed.
0: <laughs> Sarah's like, I cut those people out of my life. My dad, <laughs> yes. <laughs> we don't speak anymore. Okay, let's see. What else I got here? Uh, wait, okay. I feel like I'm missing one. I need to go to my where's my list i'm gonna pull it out of my my pants <laughs> um because i i obviously pulled up a couple plot synopses here but i feel like i'm missing one ah uh, oh so i thought we sh- might want to consider doing wonder woman 84 okay i hear it's bad i've sure. heard Mixed things. Some people okay. like it, some people don't. Uh, it does not seem to have the acclaim that the first one did, but we, um, I, I am, I, I like that we did a lot of films, not a lot. In, I mean, I think we did uh, more than in the past <laughs> on the show. Films directed by women directors, and yeah. uh, so directed by Patty Jenkins, and uh, it also has, uh, you know, Kristen Wiig is in it playing like Ooh. there's like fem- women women. You know, jealousy and all those sort of themes, and how are those handled by a female director? Anyway, so I'm interested to see that, and um, I also I have a little crush on Pedro Pascal. So I, I have a little a crush, crush on days.
1: the Gail Gadot. Gadot. Oh yes, it? gosh,
0: she's amazing, and
1: Chris she's Pine. Amazing. Oh, Chris Pine's of, in it.
0: Cute. A lot of a lot of, sauce, a lot of saucy sauce in this movie, if you know. Yeah,
1: I'm my fa- family saw it without me. I mean, it wasn't like they thing. asked. But they they saw it without me and they were like, it's not bad. It's just not good. I mean, so. Okay. Fair enough.
0: Anyway, yeah. so I just want to throw that into the pot. Uh, yeah. What you got on your list?
1: So another musical. It's called How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying. Is this the one with Matthew Broderick? Um, No, that is the producers. Oh. This is. Oh, he must
0: have been in the Broadway production then.
1: Uh, yes yeah, so this it was a a broad, 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 broad broadway show first but then it was a 1967 film um I think I've and, seen this
0: film not this film I've seen this play ah uh, I've seen the play yes
1: yeah, so it's how this this man who is like a either he's a file clerk or he's a mail clerk or something and he ra- 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 rises up in this business like seemingly Overnight, and as there's a lot of singing white, and dancing. And
0: as, as many mediocre white men do.
1: Exactly. And it's just fanciful and silly and like interesting. And mm-hmm. like it's not very deep. Okay. But it's really colorful and kind of exciting. And I think it would be worth talking about, especially his relationship with the woman. Mm-hmm. the w- w- the the women in the office it's very mad Men-esque, but it's like okay. mad men without but the fluffy. the the cynicism it's like yeah.
0: mad men like this is great like everything it was made in the 60s so right so they didn't have any cynicism yeah. about they're like yeah. sexism is normal
1: mm-hmm. so um, i think it was just a very interesting film to me when i saw saw it i think i saw it in high high, high school first which was late for me i usually i made it through all Almost all the musicals when I was like in elementary school. So this was a late find for me.
0: But I don't know. I think it's fun. Fun fact. I know this isn't the Adam and Andy podcast, which, by the way, uh, if you're not aware, we do another another podcast called the Adam and Andy podcast, which is when where Sarah and I just watch Adam Driver and Andy Sandberg movies. Um, there was a video going around a couple months ago of uh, from Ad- of Adam Driver, I think in high school. Uh, in How to Succeed with, in Business. Ooh,
1: what there. did he play? Did he play the... the I don't um, know the names of the characters, but he was oh singing no. a song. So. He was singing a song. Okay. He might have... Yeah. I'll I th- see if I can find it and send it to you. He probably would have played the the main char- char- character then.
0: I mean, it would be um, a crime if he didn't, but who, I honestly can't remember. Fun fact.
1: Ra- Robert Morse, who played the main character, was in Mad Men as one of the um, partners at, at the, the, the the law firm like as an old, old, older man um, but yeah that was like a kind of tied okay. back to that I thought, I thought that was cool
0: okay alright so how to succeed in business without really trying alright yes. let's see what else uh, what else we got here on my list uh, okay another 80s flick and I think I've proposed this one before uh, mannequin mannequin sarah i we have to do mannequin what i've never heard heard, heard of it what have is this to do mannequin all right so let me just give you a plot synopsis here uh 1984 uh andrew mccarthy kit and kim cattrall hmm. a young artist searching for his vocation makes uh gets a, so he gets a job dressing mannequins okay at a at a department store like a macy's or whatever he makes a mannequin so perfect that he falls in love with it. Um, And then the mannequin. So what happens is he like dre- this man, he dresses this mannequin and the mannequin comes to life and he's in love with the can mannequin. Draw? Yes. But uh, only he can see her. Basically, oh. if I recall, because it's been a while since I've seen this movie, she's actually like an ancient. Don't think about this too hard. It's problematic. She's a ancient Egyptian princess. Yes, Kim Cattrall, the white woman, is a ancient Egyptian princess who is cursed and and ends up in the body of this mannequin, and only true love can set her free. So I was going to ask if it was a horror film, and him. then when you told does me that synopsis, I was like, "Does he fuck yes, the mannequin?" Yes, of course he does. Yeah. Um, it's fucking crazy and probably more than a little problematic and i feel like we really like i am gonna gun hard for this one i think we really so funny. for a variety of reasons need to talk it's about it's very
1: story. similar to splash in that respect like a man falling in love with a, a woman who is like not real
0: yeah or just like yeah not a yes not a human but also like uh kind of like At his mercy, in a way, like not like a child, but in almost like a childlike or caretaker position. You'll see what I mean when you watch those movies when we do them. That there's like, it's like not an equal balance of power or anything. Oh, so we can talk about um,
1: that YouTube video I shared with you that's uh, the born sexy. Yes, uh, I would yeah. say
0: both of those characters would fall into that category for sure. Yeah. Cool. So, Mannequin, we got to do it. Mannequin. Yeah.
1: Okay, my next thing is, um, I guess that would be my last thing, but I did pick six just in case you pick this one too, but I'll, I'll save that. If Actually, no, it's not my last thing. Never mind. I mis- miscounted. Um, I think last my- year
0: you only did four or maybe you did six. I don't know, but it wasn't five. <laughs> um, so
1: this one is Rob Nibane de Jodi. It's a Bollywood film. Ooh, we always is, wanted
0: to do Bollywood. It is
1: one of Ava's favorite films. I just fa- found out on a call I had with her last week that we so both we like, have this Ava is, on. We have to have Ava on, but okay. she has been a fan of this for years, and I've been a fan of it for years. And we just found out that we're both like obsessed with it. Okay. Um, and it is a very sweet, silly love story, and it's just like it's like comfort food for me. So I even if we don't do it for the show, I would just love for you to to see it.
0: Okay. Um, well, that's pretty. That's a pretty good sell there. I but it also
1: has definite issues too. Okay. So, which is good for just dis- discuss, discuss.
0: Yeah, I think you know we gotta you gotta have some issues because that's kind of what we're here to talk about. You know. Yeah. What are the you can strengths you and flaws can, of this movie?
1: You can peer into my uh, year long obsession with Rukh Khan back when I was watching bought Bollywood bo- movies like er- er- every day
0: okay okay I'm into it I'm into this yeah. all right okay cool um you should send me this list so that we yeah. can keep a running tally and maybe we'll actually like do the movies that we're say we're gonna do for <laughs> um okay let's see okay this is really a secret way for me to sneak in into movies um I couldn't decide between kajillionaire or Lady Bird, and again, these are uh, two movies that are directed by women. So, uh, Lady Bird, I'm sure you're familiar with. That is directed I seen directed it, but by yes, i familiar Fredrick with. It. Uh, also, a way for me to have to watch a movie with Timothy Chalamet in it. I'm. Yeah, I course. I will take one to. for the
1: team. We need to. Yeah. I will
0: take one for the team to do that. Although uh, if you watch Timothy
1: Chalamet, we sh- you should definitely see Call Me by My Name. Call you call. Me by your name, sorry.
0: Yeah. Yes, I will I will. I will watch that. Um so Lady Bird is uh okay, this this is a very lame blog line here, but in two thousand two, an artistically inclined seventeen year old girl comes of age in Sacramento, California. Uh that's all it is. It's a coming of age story. Um taking place in like a Catholic high school. Two thousand
1: two. Is it her story?
0: Well, I think is I guess, guess so. I mean write,
1: write a story. Did she write it?
0: Yeah, she wrote, she wrote and directed it. But yeah. It's her story, I guess, in the same way that every Noah Bombek story is about Noah Bombek, really. Aren't they married? They are married. Where's her Two little Oscar? peas in a pod. Where's her Oscar? I'm just saying. Justice for Greta Gerwig. Um. Anyway, Lady Bird I've seen and I really like and uh, I would like to talk about it. I think there's a lot to talk about here. especially I love
1: Saoirse Sir- Sir- Ronan Ron- Ron- as well. She's delightful.
0: Laurie Metcalf is great in this too as well. Uh, so I'd love to uh, love to dig into this one.
1: So wait, what is Kajillionaire? I've never so Kajillionaire heard of Kajillionaire. Kajillionaire I have
0: not seen. Uh, okay. Kajillionaire is written and directed by Miranda J- July. It's a real weird one. Uh, Evan Rachel Wood is the star of that Uh, uh, a woman's life is turned upside down when her criminal parents invite an outsider to join them on a major heist they're planning so basically Evan Rachel Wood plays this woman who's uh, grown up being basically like her parents are thieves and con artists and she has grown up being a part of that her whole life and uh, then they bring somebody else onto the team bless you. I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. Yes. Okay. But to but to, to to say that that's what it's about, I think would be misleading because Miranda July's films and I haven't seen Kajillionaire, but I've seen some of her other films. Uh, Miranda July I think is a very interesting and somewhat experimental filmmaker and uh there's always more to her film that meets the eyes so i i think it would be a really cool film to watch and i honestly don't know anything about it but i feel like there's gonna be for sure a lot to talk about so what year did it come out uh this came out in 2020 oh nice yeah fresh it's fresh
1: fresh new fresh fresh yep.
0: new um okay what else you got you should have one more
1: I have one more. I have two more, but I'll you can do- have two more. I cheated and
0: okay. I sp- I, sp- I just spit out two just right now. So this
1: is just this is my what I'm gonna say is my last one, but it's not actually my last one. But um This is not
0: the this is the penultimate. The penultimate,
1: yes. That's a word that I learned when I was young that I forgot to use right now. Um so it is gaslight.
0: Yes. Knew it. So this yep. is I was like, when are we gonna get to gaslight? Uh yep. this is the one that Sarah proposes every year. It's like a annual tradition. Let's do gaslight since the very beginning. Our website for this podcast used to be a bunch of film posters of films that we were going to do on the show. The first season, that's what the po- the website was, and Gaslight was one of them. And we have yet to do this movie. Just uh, for those who are new, what is Gaslight? Just give us like a like a little so Gaslight there.
1: is this film that it's where the term gaslighting was coined it's basically this man who um he uh fall doesn't fall he's like a sociopath but he like commits this murder mur- mur- murder years ago then years late, late later marries the um victim's niece unbeknownst to her um and she starts to she sees something in the act attic she sees some pictures or some papers i forget i haven't seen it in a while but she starts to suspect something is going on and as soon as he catches a whiff that she might be onto him he starts to manipulate her environment to make her believe that she's crazy crazy that she's losing her mind making her doubt her own senses and, and perceptions and it you know, continues into a crescendo, and like then it has like this like dr- dr- dramatic. I actually forget how it ends. to To be honest, I just know it's very dramatic and moody, and it was made in nineteen forty four. Okay, so it's old. It has eh, 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 Angela La- Lansbury when she was very young, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's a gr- it's just a great film, but it is very old, so you'd have to put up with the oldness of it. I can
0: can handle oldness. Yeah. um, I always think it's interesting to look at an older film through the, like through through today's lens, like how, what, and it's, and when you're looking at a film, you're not even really looking at the reality of how women were. You're looking Mm -hmm. at someone else's uh, interpretation of what women were. And yeah. so it's interesting to look at the the interpretation. It's
1: very interesting. I just remember That's seeing very... this film. I was an adult, but I just remember thinking it was fascinating. And yeah, so if you want to know where the term Gat-Gat-Assadon came from, like this is the film to watch.
0: Well, it's season five, so maybe this is our year.
1: <laughs> she said convincingly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I... <laughs> It's I think all of these films have an equal chance. Yes. No, I feel like, it, no, no, no it's fine. Do, it's no, we should do this film. It's been, it's we've, uh, we've, t- you've talked, you've been, you've put it up on the block and, and every year we skip over it. And I think it sounds like a, definitely something we're talking about. Uh. Okay. So this was like a, this one's kind of a wild card. This is the last one I'm going to bring up. Uh, I just was scrolling through Netflix today, trying to see what's on Netflix And came across uh, Four Christmases because I was thinking ahead and I was like, what Christmas movie could we watch next year? Four Christmases starring Reese Witherspoon and Vince Vaughn, who I sometimes like and I sometimes Sometimes hate. Oh, hate. Yeah. Okay. Uh, A couple struggles to visit all four of their divorced parents on Christmas that's the what the movie sorry about.
1: all four of their divorce
0: so oh i her see her parents They're, and his okay. parents they got to have christmas with all four everyone's oh. divorced oh yikes so uh <laughs> so i'm just throwing that out there as a potential Thanks. like christmas movie for us to watch next year oh my gosh there's one film that i forgot about okay
1: oh my gosh um and if this is not for the show i think okay it's a it's a Duplass. You know I like There's a Duplass. Film, um, um. They're so great. This film it's kind of it's sad, but it's also like really good and really inventive. It's called The One I Love.
0: Oh. I don't um. It
1: has Elizabeth Moss and Mark du- du- Duplass, whose marriage is. Cr- Crum- crumbling have a surreal experience during a weekend get getaway at a house re- recommended by their th- their therapist it is surreal it is weird it is definitely uh i don't so know why like i didn't a, include it horse girl territory oh but it's so good but it is it is weird yeah yeah it's it's definitely better than hor- hor- horse girl it has a an ending that Horror, is which we did last much season. better
0: if yeah. anybody wants to check out our episode on horse girl that's from last season
1: i mean that was fun but like the one i love is actually like i think that it's two, 2014 okay and it's just i'm just Throwing gonna throw, throw that
0: that 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 out there because it's excellent okay all right well it looks like we've got a lot of good choices um if anybody want, if any of our listeners want to weigh in anything, any of those films, you really feel like you gotta, you gotta, we gotta do it. Gotta watch Splash. Weigh in, weigh in. Um, Or if you've got a suggestion for a film that you'd like to yes. have us do on the show, uh, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Feminine Mistake Pod. And you can find us on Twitter at FemMistake Mistake Pod. So let us know what you think about what films we should do this year in our season five. Season five. Um, So we do have some exciting um, films coming up already or, or ideas, I guess we know that the next film that we'll be doing. So the first film, which this, the episodes of that will come out in February is going to be magic. Mike magic. Mike. So we're doing Magic Mike. This was inspired by our other podcast, the Adam and Andy podcast. We watched Logan Lucky and Sarah had said that she had, that was the only Channing Tatum film she'd ever seen. And I was like, oh, we need to watch Magic Mike. I'm so
1: in it. I'm so in for it. Here for it. I'm here Here for
0: it. I'm here for it. I haven't seen it in a while. I remember it being a good film. Uh, And it is, it's good. It's actually a good movie. There's also, it also has a lot of other attributes. That you will see when we get there, um, but it is—it's actually a good movie. So, or it was—I thought it was good when I saw it. So, cool. I think that'll be a good opportunity to talk about masculinity. I'm excited. And then uh, after that, March, we're, we're gonna in March we're gonna be doing Sabrina season four. So we're coming back for more Sabrina. Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. No thee. That's right. No <laughs> thee. Just. <laughs> Just Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Uh, and we'll be having Brandon Mitchell back with us as yes. an witch expert now because he's only come on the podcast to talk about witch movies
1: or mm-hmm. witch shows. And he sent us an update today that made me really interested in seeing it. He
0: did. He did. He, he sent us a text. He's watched the whole season and uh, had gave us his thoughts. So we'll be doing that. That'll be March. So we'll be doing Magic Mike followed by Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. And then we'll be start working on this list of films. I think for good films, we should definitely, yeah, we should definitely actually watch these.
1: And then, like next week, we'll come in with a new list, and then here's our new here.
0: list. <laughs> Sarah, we have to do this movie. Um, yes. no, I, I think there's some really good ones on here. I'm gunning hard for Splash and Mannequin. I feel like mm-hmm. at least one of those we got to do at mm-hmm. least one of those. Um, gotta and do, Death Becomes
1: Her. That's we always have one. to do a fun a. a- 80s film or a few fun 80s films
0: per for season sure. for sure. Um, okay. Well, uh, I guess before we go, uh, I've already plugged all the social meds for, uh, for the feminine mistake podcast. Uh, also if you like the show and you want to give us a review, uh, that'd be awesome. Uh, tell a friend about the show. Um, and, uh, I would also like to plug a uh, critical crop top, uh, which produces this podcast among others, including the Adam and Andy podcast. Uh, We are releasing brand new sketches that we wrote and shot virtually. Um, And we're releasing the first one tomorrow. Oh my God. I'm so excited. Podcast comes out. It will already be out. Uh, You can see it. So you can right now, right, right now. Um, So. Check below (laughs) just kidding (laughs) uh check out critical crop top uh uh actually it's going to be all over the place i'm actually uploading it to youtube i'm uploading it directly to facebook instagram uh parts of it depending on how long the sketches will be on twitter uh but uh if you uh, uh, follow us on uh facebook twitter and instagram at critical crop top Sketches will be posted there twice a month. Um, And if you want to find us on YouTube and subscribe to our YouTube channel uh, where you can also see the vidcast of this podcast, Mm -hmm. The Feminine Mistake, as well as the vidcast of the Adam and Andy podcast, uh, that is Critical Crop Top on YouTube. So come check us out. Uh, We've also got a bunch of sketches from our archives that we've been releasing. So new sketches.
1: Yeah, watch the sketches on all of the platforms. I mean, these new ones, like the ones that... The one is that, that is coming out um, that will be out when you can watch it. Just watch mm-hmm. it on Instagram, then go to Twitter, then go to Facebook. Like just watch all of them. Then go to YouTube. And yeah. Tell us which platform you like best.
0: Yeah, just cycle <laughs> through all of them. Like, just stop, quit your job. Give us a like on watch each platform. And like all of them. Yes, absolutely um okay well that's it i'm excited i'm excited about the new season i feel like we've got a lot uh of uh, a lot of choices here i'm ready to uh i'm ready to dig in i'm ready to dig deep dig deep do it i'm apparently going to be watching a musical this year i'm not going to be able to avoid it can't avoid it (laughs) yep